And we're back. What's up, youngest? How are you, man? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Another week, another episode. Uh, it will not be a two-hour extravaganza <laughs> like last week. Uh, that well, shit was crazy. But yeah. shout out to Crawford though for coming through last week. Everybody who tuned in, the feedback mm-hmm. was dope. So yeah, shout out to that. It will not. Hopefully, we never have the episode that long ever again. <laughs> That shit was what, crazy. It? No, I it was good. It. it was good, but I was like, shit. <laughs> and I'm we actually did it a day early. If we would have did it on Sunday, that would have been horrible. But yeah. Yeah. New week, new episode. Got a more laid back one this week. Uh young young yeah, tell them what's going on, man. Yeah, we're not really gamifying it this week. Not a whole lot of competition. Uh Lee brought up an album swap. So we're just gonna sit and talk about two albums um i gave lee an album that he's never heard before he gave me an album i've never heard before um we ran through it for the week and we're just gonna sit and talk about them you know just have a nice calm conversation not no yelling back and forth this week yeah we do yeah no it's gonna be good we're just chilling out if we got some time at the end we might talk some some newer shit just what we're listening to but that's the plan uh youngest tell them what album that you brought and i'll tell them what album i brought Oh, yeah. Um, So I brought a little bit of a lesser known album. Um, Some of you might have heard it before, but Smoke Dizza's uh, Don't Don't Smoke Rock. Yep, yep. Smoke Um, Dizza and Pete Rock, of course. The legend Pete Rock. Yeah, it's a 2016 album, so it's like somewhat recent, especially for someone. I mean, Smoke Dizza never stops putting out music, but we'll get to that when we get there. but yeah, he's a little bit of an older artist, so it's a little bit of a n- newer album for his career. And we had something on a completely different end of All right, we're good. <laughs> I-, I had to pause that for like two seconds, but we're back. But yeah, I think they got everything on No, 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 you're good. So yeah, we got, <laughs> so we got Smoke Dizza, uh, Don't Smoke Rock. And then I brought uh, Noir by Smino. Smino is an artist that a lot of folks who listen to this probably are familiar with. Um, I think, Young, you said you were familiar with Smino. You just hadn't heard this project, right? Yeah. So, like, I heard, um, what had I heard? I'd heard Black Swan, and I'd yep. heard the other one. Um, and what's the other one called? Well, Black Swan and Noir are his only official projects. Uh, she already decided Black as a mixtape. Okay, Black yeah. Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. Black Jupiter was his first EP. Like, damn, that mm-hmm. shit was like 2013, 14. That shit was a long time yeah. ago. But so I'd heard that. I heard that after I heard Black Swan. I'd heard Black Swan. I liked it a lot. And then Noir, like, I wasn't fighting listening to Noir. I just, it just slipped through the cracks that year. Yeah. Um, I believe it came yeah. out in 2018. Yeah, 2017 or 2018, one of those two. Yeah. Um, I'd heard the singles beforehand, too. Um, the one we had with Mick Jenkins. And then he had the other one. I can't pron- pronounce it. I can't really remember it either. The one, Pledge Allegiance, whatever. Oh, yeah. Coops uh, uh, Coop, Coop I think. Yep. Man, that is one of my favorite fucking songs, like, just in life. <laughs> yeah. I heard that That's song big. live. That shit is amazing. I love that song. Yeah, so, and I know Spino's done other work with, like, No Name, and um, he has a song like Sango, I like a lot, yep, yep. some Levin Kali work, like, I, I really do enjoy his music, um, 
heard so he has like some recent singles too but i don't know i just never really gave this album a shot nothing against it um lee gave me some options and i said let me pick that one since i've been meaning to get to it anyways yeah i think i figured this would be like the the one that you picked i i, I gave like some weird options but i figured this would be the one that uh we would go with um so i think we're, we're starting with noir right i think we said that yeah. Yeah, so yeah, let's good. start with Noir. I, I gave it to you. You're the fresh, you're the guy with fresh ears on it. So just uh just real quick, like some some first thoughts, first impressions. Um first impression is it's kind of long. <laughs> like fucking 17 songs, I think. Yeah, 18 songs. Eight, 18 songs and it's an hour. Yeah. Which not bad when you listen to it. Because when I heard it, um you can tell he put a lot of time into it. It really does flow together. I don't remember too many names of the songs. Like, I'm looking at the track list now. There are some that really stand out to me because I remember them. Uh, Hoopty's one, I think, is my favorite one. Um, Fenty Sex, I remember. Crushed Ice with Valet is, like, such a different sound. I remember that one. But, like, Somersault. And we got the biscuits. Um, those, like, I can't really put a sound to the name right now, right, if that right, makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, it definitely had some standouts. I think one of the more interesting things when we talk about this today, like with both our albums, um, more specifically this one, I feel like there's a little bit of group think when it comes to like what a better song is or like uh, what people were really attaching to when right. it came out and since right. i'm revisiting it three years later with like completely fresh ears none of these track lists like look the same right <laughs> like sounded familiar to me um but yeah is like hoopty something that like stood out to you or is that just a me thing hoopty is just off the top of my head like it's a top two or three song on here i really love what he did on hoopty i don't know if hoopty was a single or not but hoopty is like a, a crowd a fan favorite of Smino, I okay. think. So yeah, yeah. Hoopty is one. Um, Crushed Ice is one that I think a lot of people enjoyed because the the Valley feature. I will say I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of Crushed Ice. Uh, okay. I think Smino actually did the beat on that, which he doesn't uh, he doesn't do a ton of beats, but I think he did the beat on that. But yeah, yeah I think did. that's one that yeah. So I think that's one that a lot of people enjoy as well. Um, I know Z4L was a single. Uh, LMF was a single. I have no recollection of LMF. I've, <laughs> I've like listened to this album four times now, four or five yeah. times now, and I'm drawing a blank on LMF. Yeah, LMF is like it's early in the track list. I think it's, it's track two. two. So yeah, yeah, you get it hella early. Um, yeah, real quick, just for me, I'm like a huge Smino fan. Um, I've, I think I've I've been a fan since like 2017 ish. So kind of right around the time this album came out, um, I just had friends Wait, who were you hear Black Swan when it was new, or is that something you? I, I did not hear Black Swan when it came out. I had to go back okay. and get into it, okay. and but yeah, I just fucking loved what I was hearing on Black Swan singles that he does collaborations. I just really am a huge fan of him and his art. So I had really really high expectations for this project. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when you have high expectations for stuff, it doesn't quite live up to what you want. And this album is like that for me, man. Like, 
it's so weird because I think there's a lot to enjoy. It, it did not. It did not for me. Okay. But it's weird because there's a lot to enjoy. Like I like it's 18 songs. I think there's only two like skips on there. Two songs that I just like don't really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But um, sorry, I got sidetracked. But yeah, like <laughs> I, I feel like this album is to me. There's like a difference between an album and an exercise. An album, like you have these concepts and ideas that you lay out to make a cohesive project and then there's an exercise where you're just like hey I'm going to show you everything that I can do and to me this project is more like an exercise to me it's just like he's showing all the ways he can flow like he can sing he can go on all these kind of different beats like to me he's just showing everything that he can do but it's not really like it doesn't click together as a whole for me it's just a collection of songs where Black Swan really Black Swan really flowed to me opposite <laughs> really yeah. i mean you i mean because you get that i will say like i like how he tried there's like interludes throughout here um the title noir is like i think it's a film reference right to the style of film um uh, yeah but he doesn't really like dig into that which is weird but. i think he said like it wanted he it wanted he wanted this project to show like his life as like a, a black film which is why he named it noir and i mean yeah there's little like inklings of that like with the interludes and skits and stuff but outside of that, I, just, I don't think it ties together very well. So on that front, I was disappointed. The songs themselves, though, I think are actually like pretty good. Like when you get pa- when he gets past of I'm just going to show you like my bag and all my skill sets. Like when he's just like, yo, I'm just going to go make some songs. I really think this thing gets really enjoyable um, early on. Clink track three. I really fucking love that song. The beat is nuts like smino has this thing where he's super creative like the way he says words to like the way he like stretches a word or like changes it to make it rhyme is like one of his like best skills he does that on clink i really love clink um early on but i feel like the early part of the album like it's kind of it doesn't do a lot for me i'm kind of just like coming along it's fine and then we get to somersault which you mentioned earlier somersault is actually where it really really picks up for me like Somersault, Z4L, Merlot, We Got the Biscuits, uh, Hoopty, like that stretch right there, I think is like the the strongest point of the album. I think Hoopty is one of my favorites. We Got the Biscuits, Merlot, like that stretch right there is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, Clink to Tequila Mockingbird is probably what I just like revisited on short drives. Um, yeah like hopping in the car going to the grocery store right I, yeah. I got time for like a few songs i went straight to clink let it play into to killing mockingbird and then like i said to kill a mockingbird like it was to kill a mockingbird right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't really agree with the fact that it doesn't feel like a full album i feel like you put a lot more time in this so that way it feels like a cohesive project it feels like it all flows together it feels like every song is on there for a certain purpose um i didn't really feel that with the one before this i'm gonna keep forgetting if it's black swan or Ju- black jupiter okay black swan yeah. yeah black swan was actually like like full length i think black jupiter was just like four or five songs like like an ep yeah, yeah so, i love black swan i feel like that was I, I think part of the reason why i grade this thing so hard is because like i really love black swan like that's one of my favorite projects from the past like five years or so yeah, so I when mean, i came into this i was i just had high expectations man 
Yeah, Black Swan. I I can't remember why I listened to it. I think I heard it from someone like, hey, you got to listen to this. Someone suggested it to me. I might have read something on Twitter, but I remember tapping into Anita was the first song. Yeah. And I amazing. A lot. And then someone, and then I saw like something else saying like Netflix and Duce is like his best song. So I went and listened to that. And I was like, well, well let me listen to the whole album. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you remember Edgar Allan Poe up. Edgar Allan Poe up. Yeah. Amphetamine. Amphetamine. Yeah. Amphetamine is one of those songs for me. Like that's one of those. It's like, it's like eight minutes, but I don't even care. Like I'll play it all the way through every time, which yeah. is rare, which is rare, especially nowadays. So yeah, yeah, I love Black Swan. Yeah, but Edgar Allan Poe up is the reason I, I changed my Twitter name to Edgar Allan Poor. Like that's a good uh play on words there. So like the other thing with Smino, um, I mean we're not gonna do like too much comparing contrasting my album to Lee's because they're right, right. stupid. They're completely different. Right. But I did find it interesting, like how. He is a, I mean, kind of by definition, he's a rapper. He right. Makes rap. Right. Yeah. And I remember having a friend who like asked me if I knew who he was and she doesn't really listen to that kind of, like she doesn't listen to rap at all, let alone a guy as small as Smino. Like that, <laughs> like caught me out of the blue. I was like, yeah, I listen to Smino. Like, how did you find him of all people, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, Smino has that kind of thing with his music where well, that so many other people have where, yeah, he's a rapper-ish, right? Like, he's kind of a rapper. Um, he sings a lot. Like, he does a lot of singing, which I really enjoy, like, when he kind of gets on these kind of more laid-back, stripped-back R&B kind of settings. I actually really enjoy it. I think he has a great uh, ear and, like, charisma for those kind of songs. He can make it work. Um so yeah, even like the hook on Merlot, like when he's singing like the hook on that, I really enjoy that. Like he sings a lot of hooks on here and I really yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, like, not a lot of features. He doesn't let other people kind of like hop on and pretty yeah, pretty cause play with it. Yeah, because he's kind of got that I'll sing the hook and then I'll rap the verses. <laughs> and yeah. he does that. So yeah, the features on here though that are here, I actually really enjoy. Like you mentioned 56. 56 is another one that's a top three song for me, easy. The Dreezy verse is just fucking insane. Also, respectfully. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so 50 Sex is one of those. Uh, Raven Lanay on Motherfucking Groove. I think that's that song. Um, I, I feel love. Like I've heard her on other stuff before. Raven Lanay is amazing. She's part of that collective that Smino is a part of, of just like dope uh, Chicago artists. Which is weird because Smino's not from Chicago. <laughs> He's from St. Louis, which he mentions. I believe like, it's called uh, Zero Fatigue. Yeah, Zero Fatigue. Z4, yeah, that's the. Yeah, yeah. Zero Fatigue. Um, yeah. Well, Zero Fatigue is Smino's like actual label. And then he yeah. works with, and he just works with a lot of Chicago artists too. I didn't know Raymond Lene was Zero Fatigue, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's just a part of that group of just like dope ass chicago artists that smino works with a lot uh no name obviously saba uh, he's done work with chance now mick jenkins like just that there's the biggest one you're missing here man uh <laughs> who 
You want to talk about Monty Booker for a bit? I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, let's get into Monty Booker because the production on here is fucking nuts. And a lot of that is due to Monty Booker. So, yeah, let's have some Monty Booker appreciation. I didn't even know he was a producer, to be honest with you. I've heard him sing. And he's a very good singer. And he's very, like, yeah, he's got a great voice. And now that I know he was all over this, I'm kind of disappointed he wrote like a feature on here. He is an amazing producer. I was reading something the other day because when um, back when they had the Revenge of the Dreamers 2, uh, Monty Booker was one of the guys who was down there. And Coles was saying that he got hit to Monte because he heard his productions on this project. And he was just like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this is like next level. So that's how he got the invite to come down there. Monty Booker is really one of the like more talented younger producers doing it right now. Like he has this unique sound. Like yeah. if, you've ne- if you've never heard Colors by Monte Booker, bro go listen to that and just have your fucking mind blown like the beat on that is amazing so yeah he does a little singing about i think his his main like uh call to fame is being a producer and his beats on here are just amazing he does if i had to put a percentage to it he probably does like 70 percent of the beats on here and yeah and he does most of the beats on uh black swan too yep. he's just like you know in-house producer and that really fits you know sound um he also fits the sound of like some other people he's produced for uh, like McJenkins, Saba. Um, yeah, I feel like that doesn't surprise me that Cole got. I mean, however you feel about J. Cole as a rapper, aside, right. he's fucking a great label exec. Yeah, um, yeah, that like he has a talent for sure. Yeah, and to find guy a guy like Monty Booker because I feel like Monty Booker really does fit some of the label people on dreamville like earth gang and jid and that sort of thing boz even i would say like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i love monte booker man i'm glad you brought that up because it was in my notes and i was just gonna completely glance by it but he is (laughs) i would honestly say he's the mvp of this project more than smino like i feel like like because how i said how i kind of felt the production was kind of it was going a whole lot of different ways and it didn't really like come together for me it was still like how i said it was smito kind of doing exercise it was exercise for monte booker too he was showing just like all kinds of range on these beats um yeah shout out to monte booker yeah i hope he does more work with Spino? I mean, Spino's got yeah. an album coming soon, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, him and Monte. Mon- I mean, Monte Booker's a zero fatigue too. So they're they're pretty much if, anytime you see Spino has some shit dropping, Monte Booker's gonna be all over it. So yeah. Um, how do you feel about Smino's like rapping ability? Because I I don't feel like he says much of anything on any of these. Yeah, that's actually great that you brought that up too. Because one thing that I want from Smino on his next project, and like I said it once, I'll say it again. To me, this thing was just like an exercise. He wasn't really, I want, I want more introspection. Like, and we kind of got that on Black Swan a little bit. And I feel like we didn't get it as much on this project. Um I want more introspection. I want to hear more about Smino. Like, I know you're from St. Louis. Like, I know you're like a super cool guy, but like, I want to know just more about Smino. And I feel like we didn't get that 
on this project. I do feel like he's actually a very capable rapper, though. Just like, like the way he stretches words, like he gets in a lot of flows on this album too that I really enjoy. Like, there's some projects or projects. There's some songs. Uh, Pazano, I think, is one that comes to mind where he's just fucking spazzing. Like, he's just had this really fucking fast flow. And yeah, I think like he is a talented rapper, but. I feel like he just like he just got too fixated on like doing cool word stretches and like just trying to have cool like punchlines and like I feel like he wasn't trying to like craft as much with this and I want that more on the next project because I know he can do it so yes you know I I need more introspection on the next project bro. (laughs) Now introspection would be nice I guess Um, I'm not even asking for that much i would say with my issue with him like when it comes to rapping and maybe he doesn't want to rap maybe that's not something he wants to do because he's so good at everything else and like creating this sound and this style that kind of like flows from track to track um he like even when he's talking shit i don't feel like he's talking shit too creatively you know what i mean like two chains talk shit little baby talk shit we hear ross i feel you i think these guys aren't like expressing emotions too much you know like but at least it's creative at least it's something that's i think smino has this thing where like a lot of rappers a lot of people like say they're like the coolest guy but smino was like really the coolest guy (laughs) like he really like when he says shit like that, it's like for real. Like Smino is like really just that fucking dude. So I don't like. I think sometimes he he can get too laid back, like I like and shit like that. I don't I don't know exactly how to say it, but yeah, he. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like, he like he's through it. yeah, he like he's he, yeah, like he's really just kind of gliding and he's just cooling. Like it's not really. You don't get the extra just like like pizzazz on it sometimes um that you get from other people uh yeah i mean that's kind of why he might not be as creative with his rapping like i i don't but yeah i will say i don't think i don't i don't think i don't think smino would consider himself a like a full-time rapper um it's just so weird to try to label what he does Cause yeah, there are like verses on here where he's just like actually fucking rapping for real, but and I like those a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think he looks at himself in the vein of like a guy like a JID, like who we just mentioned up. Where JID, he would tell you, "I'm a rap, I'm a fucking rapper, I'm the best rapper alive." Like JID would say, "I'm the best rapper." I don't know if Smino would say, "I'm the best rapper alive." Like I don't know if that's a thing that he really cares to be i don't think yeah i don't think that's where he wants to be in his music and i don't know it's kind of like this evolution of hip-hop like where hip-hop is at right now where i mean yeah like smino's a guy who isn't he was influenced more by like a like a sade than like a fucking uh pop like like his like his influences like where he draws from it's different than a lot of other uh like uh, lyricists and like hard rappers so yeah, it's you know, yeah. I mean, it's like how 
we can talk about Smino in this way, and when we get to the next album, we're going to talk about and how it's completely different, and they're both considered like a rap genre. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, and yeah, because I would not look at these albums that we have brought today, um, Smoke Dizza and fucking Pete Rock. <laughs> I'm not going to look at that in the same, like, vein as I look at a Smino record. It's just a very different experience like they're going for different things I, f- I don't like I don't I don't know if that's what I don't know if that's what Smino was trying to do honestly even looking back to Black Swan and Black Jupiter yeah I never got the yeah I never got the vibe of this is a guy he I never this is a guy who wants to be the best lyricist mm-hmm. um but yeah I, even I, when he does rap I like I enjoy it um I will say that yeah uh he for sure has a way of just like creating a sound and i don't want to say it in the same way as travis scott because travis scott i feel like spends more time on a sound than anything else um i do actually understand what you're saying yeah where it's just this thing where hip-hop is so different bro (laughs) like (laughs) it's ever yeah compared to like you know 80s 90s 2000s where there people were just trying to say the hardest shit in their rhymes like they were just trying to be the best fucking rhymers that's just Mm -hmm. not really where we are right now it's kind of different and i mean and even more so i think what what being like an elite rhymer means has changed and that's when a guy like smino comes into play because like yeah if i put smino and somebody in a rap battle like i don't think smino would win the rap battle but when i get smino on a track I'm going to want to hear him on a track over like damn near anybody because what he brings to songwriting and song making compared to other people. Like he can really make dope songs. Like he has so much in his arsenal to make songs Um, more, more than like damn near everybody else. Smino is a guy who I think like we talk about floor and ceiling, like Smino's ceiling to me is higher than like damn near everybody in 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 contemporary hip hop right now um yeah well how do you feel about that i feel like there are other people that share a similar sound i don't know if it's a monte booker thing with the production or if it's something a lot of that is a lot of it is monte like him and monte are really like like they're really close um they're always going to collaborate a lot so a lot of that is monte but yeah i mean he definitely has guys who are in his lane like we talked about gid earlier where gid is a lot more of like a true lyricist but they do kind of share that. Like sometimes JID will get, you know, a little sing songy and sometimes he'll kind of just uh, make kind of songs that are more worried about the flow and like the vibe, which is where Smino operates. Uh, Saba is obviously another one. Uh, just that whole Chicago click, no name, Mick. No name Saba and Smino have some songs together, man. They're yeah, like th- Black Swan. They dropped one single like fucking two years ago and they said they were oh. going to put an album out, but they never did. Yeah, I forgot that they had a fake little group like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they speak like it's a real group, but I don't know. I need some more shit from that. <clears throat> but yeah, guys like JID, uh, Saba, like that was Chicago click, guys like Buddy. Buddy's an, Buddy's like a great fucking uh, comparison for Smino to me. Where really, I yeah, don't see that. To me, like Buddy's a hip hop artist, but like Buddy, like Buddy's not like a dope, like a really great lyricist to me. Like I don't listen to a Buddy song and just be like, damn, he's about to fucking entendre my ass off like i think he offers a little bit more though when it comes to 
like now I'm not saying Buddy's better than Smino. Um I I do think that, but that's not the point I'm making. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love both of them too. Fucking that last yeah. Buddy album was fucking phenomenal. So, yeah. I feel like I feel like Buddy offers more uh insight into his life than Smino does. It might just be cuz I can't really understand Smino. I'm not I agree with, I agree with that too and, and yeah, it's something that yeah, I, I agree with that too. Or something yeah i agree with that too and it's something that i brought up earlier and it's something that i really like i've been wanting like i kind of want to hear more of that from Smee because i think it'll it'll i think it'll unlock so much because right now he's just like like he's just he's like in like that guy you knew in school who was just like really smart and he just never <laughs> really had to study and he kind of just like bullshit his way and get like good grades and you're like bro if this dude like studied and put himself like into this he would be like the smartest motherfucker in the world like that's what Smino is to me right now like if we got just like a little bit more insight in his, into his life and how he grew up and shit like that like I I that I feel like that's gonna unlock some shit in Smino like and that's what I want so so bad <laughs> on this next project so I got an update on the Black Swan collective group thingy yes um, Smino posted on his Instagram that an album's coming in 2019. We are now recording this on August 1st, 2021, and yeah. there is no... I remember when the single came out. It was called Hagen dazs A lot of y'all probably remember it. Well, some of y'all remember yep, it. I do remember Hagen dazs actually. I remember That's hearing Hagen dazs and just being like, fuck, like, this shit is about to be crazy for real, because No Name and Smino and Saba, like, they've collaborated on each other's shit before they've collaborated you know mm -hmm. on just all kinds of stuff so it made so much sense like if you ever heard if you ever listened to room 25 by no name you've heard ace yep ace like, is my favorite one. bro like like imagine just like an album of that um and then yeah shit like hagen wow. their, their name wasn't uh black swan it was ghetto sage ghetto sage yeah 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 ghetto sage Ghetto Sage and the Hagen Dazs was a single that I just fucking I played that shit to the dirt looking for more. <laughs> that was the OG Silk Sonic, to be honest. Like I was I was waiting for that shit like crazy and it never came. So yeah. I mean, yeah, Smeeze, th this is a project, like just to kind of wrap up my thoughts on it as a project. Um it, it's it's a weird project for me, man, because it wasn't what I expected. But like yeah. I said, there's only two songs to me on here that are skips, which is uh, Bam Bam and Crushed Ice. I was I didn't like Crushed Ice that much. So those are the only like two skips for me. When I play the album all the way through, I'm going to play everything but those two songs. And there's some shit that I really enjoy. Uh, 50 Sex, z L, Merlo, uh, We Got the Biscuits. Yeah, z for l is an interesting one. That yeah. was one I saw like had a star by it on apple music meaning like it's one of the more played songs on the album yeah uh and i just like kept playing it and i kept playing it and i was like trying to see the vision on it because i didn't really like it the first two times i was like how is this the one people keep going back to on the rest of this album you know and then eventually like i think i see it now <laughs> it's, it's been stuck in my head for a little bit uh that's the one where he talks about wearing baggy clothes to hide the zip right yeah <laughs> i fucking love that line bro <laughs> yeah uh -oh. yeah yeah but like there's so many songs in here that i really enjoy but uh it it left me a little dissatisfied 
it it doesn't it just it didn't do everything that I wanted to do. I don't I don't even want to say it gives me a mixtape feel because I feel like that'd be like a little lazy, but it just I don't know. It just gives it just gives me like a collection of songs to me. Even though there's like, you know, little skits and shit like that. It just I don't know. Compared to Black Swan, I feel like that project connected a lot more. Uh I could see like the bonds between those songs a lot more than on Noir. That was exactly the opposite of what I was going to transition with. Yeah, <laughs> I really think yeah. like this is more of like a cohesive album to me, and it's more like a sound that fits all the way through. And then my album, The Smoke Dizzle One, is just completely like it, it's a random collection of songs. Uh, Real quick before we transition, give me if you have it, give me give me a top three, give me a top three songs. Ooh. Um. I'll do mine first while you ponder it. So, like I said, Hoopty is going to be in my top three. Fenty Sex is going to be in my top three. And then we are going to put... We're going to put Merlot. Merlot, we got the Biscuits and Z4L. That's like a damn near a tie for third. But I'll go with Merlot at three. So, that's my top three. I'm going to go Hoopty at one. Tequila Mockingbird at two. Damn, probably Z4L. I want to say Clink, but I, I think fucking, I love, I love, I love Clink. Clink. Clink is one that uh, I I just got it enhanced by like the live uh experience. I didn't I okay. didn't really get into it, but I saw I went to the show when Smino went on tour for this album. I went I went to see him in uh in Kansas of all places, but uh, <laughs> how far is Kansas for me? It was it was a good fuck it was like five hours to drive oh, it, was, it was a lot yeah, it, it was it was a drive yeah i just stayed yeah. the weekend up there it was him and uh earth gang and they okay. just put on a really fucking great show and clink was actually his, his encore song which you usually kind of save that for like a fan favorite song a song that like everybody loves and he did clink which was a little interesting to me i didn't know that would be like the song for that but man mm-hmm. clink went fucking crazy i, I said it in a the CPF chat, like he dropped the beat on Clink, and you would have thought it was damn by Young Bloods. Motherfuckers went crazy. Like <laughs> I start, like I started at the fucking left side of the stadium. I was or the building. I was damn near on the right side by the time that shit was over. So yeah, I, I, lo- I love Clink too. And yeah, also I didn't say it, this album as much as I shit on it. This album, well, not shit on it. This album performs really well live. Like the songs on here are really fucking great live. So there is that for it. But uh, yeah. That's my top three. <laughs> Even though went on a tangent, but what's your yeah. top three? I thought I just went over them, man. Z4L, Tequila Mockingbird. All right. Clink's close behind, though. Yeah. So that is Noir. Yeah, I need to. I need to check Smino live. I can't remember if I've seen him live or not. I'm not gonna lie. I've been to a lot of festivals where he might have been like a smaller person, or right. I might have seen him, but I don't remember too much. Very good, very good live performer. Like I like he went with Earth Gang, and Earth Gang is if you've been to Earth Gang show, that's what they do. Like they all they do is do live shows, like that's their shit. And Smino, like Smino was hanging with them. Like I remember like Smino was not a slouch compared to them. So yeah, very good live performer. Well, was he opening or was Earth Gang opening? Earth Gang was opening, but I think it, they were technically like co-headliners. I think okay. but Smino but Earth Gang went first. So okay. Yeah, so my my album was Smoke Dizzles, Don't Smoke Rock. Real hip-hop um, shit. Real hip-hop shit. But see, this is what I wanted to talk about. 
is it real really like real hip-hop shit that's yes that's, that's weird because pete rock so is on crazy. this thing bro <laughs> pete rock's on this thing but like what he's rapping about isn't i don't know i feel like there was a point in the mid 2000s and early 2000s where it was like there are conscious rappers and then there are rappers for the radio and like the people that rapped about smoking weed and all this shit were the rappers for the radio yeah and like everyone else was the conscious rapper you know and yeah. like was khalifa kind of fell in that where it was like oh was khalifa was khalifa's like a radio rapper all this shit you know yeah and a dude named smoke Dizza who all he rapped about was smoking weed <laughs> kind of fell into that and now we're here in 2016 and this is like underground rap now yeah i will say about this project and dizza and pete rock and just how i felt about this thing in general i rem- i did not listen to this when it came out i actually vaguely remember this when it came out this is 2016 so i was like fucking 18 or some shit i was a little younger i wasn't that mm-hmm. tapped into like shit like this but i kind of remember i remember just seeing it on like hot new hip-hop or dj booth or some shit and thinking out and saying i was i might check that out but i just never got to it so this is a project that like to me this is some real hip-hop shit to me because (laughs) when i think about what hip-hop is um just traditionally even back in the 80s and 90s even today uh there's just so much like paying paying homage to classic hip-hop classic funk music classic arm like not really as much r&b but like a lot of the funk stuff uh in the in the in the product yeah in the production especially i love the production on this project it just screams like it it like kind of screams golden era but it's it it just screams like we're doing we're doing that in 2016 is what it screams to me and i fucking love it um i enjoy i enjoyed this thing so much uh to start i love the features on here like there's a royce the, there's a royce the five nine verse <clears throat> that is fucking i'm not a huge royce the five nine fan but there's a royce the five nine verse on here that is just fucking crazy there's a rick ross verse before we before we dig into all this can you mm-hmm. like talk about smoke dizza at all do you have any connection to smoke dizza like what i mean dizza is just kind of one of those guys for me who i was never really on that heavy i kind of knew his name kind of like in the background of again like blog era after that shit like that and i kind of just knew him as this underground voice i never really got into him like that but um he's always someone who i've heard good things about so so a guy who i was like yeah i'm gonna check out some smoke dizzy i just never got around to it yeah i would say smoke this has really got like a He's got one of the strongest work ethics in rap. Um, he's, he's up there with like Currency and like a bunch of other guys that just constantly release music. Like you might get two albums in one year. Sometimes you might get two albums and like two mixtapes. Right. Um, and he just constantly puts stuff out. It's impossible to keep up with all of it. I'm not going to pretend like I keep up with all of it. Um, when I do see some shit that's interesting, uh, like this Pete Rock one, like hey he's doing a whole mixtape produced by peak rock p rock i'm for sure gonna tap into it and he yeah he's one of those guys that just like has a feature with everyone he has a feature with your favorite rapper if your favorite rapper was rapping between 2010 and 2015 Um, (laughs) the chances are he 
got a great verse out of them because he, like, people, I feel like there's a little bit of competition when it comes to rap. Like, you don't want to get smoked on a song. Yeah. And it's that, like, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just that I got to bring my A game type shit. Yeah, he's not the best rapper, but he definitely makes you work for it, you know? I don't think he, <laughs> I think he gets outshined, especially on this, by, like, every single feature. But he holds his own with verses to make those features come out, you know? Yeah. And yeah, he he has like great chemistry with a lot of the feature acts on here. Something that I noticed. Mm-hmm. I just brought the Royce verse, the Ross verse, uh, Big Crit, like their chemistry, Big Crit and uh, Dom Kennedy, like the chemistry on that song is just amazing. Um, BJ Chicago Kid and mm-hmm. Jada Kiss and Styles. Man, that that's an, like just the features all over this album are great. That's half of our blog era episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah and like smoke does a comp like they compliment each other very well um yeah i, I love the features on here i don't know if i, I mean the Rock ross feature is probably what we're gonna agree is the best feature but every feature on here is okay. fucking great I, I was about to ask you what your favorite feature was and it's it's very clearly with cross um yeah that's that's how i found this album so i didn't listen to this right away um i think there was some twitter conversations about like ross and features and stuff and someone brought up Black Superhero Car, and I clicked the link, and I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit. Not only is, like, Ross's verse amazing, but, like, Pete Smoke Dizzy did his thing. Pete Rock did his thing on it. Uh, let me check out this album, and then I clicked on the album. I saw, like, every other feature on there, and I just hit play from the start, and I was pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Um yeah, Black Superhero Car is one of those that it's an early track, but once you hear it, you're like, all right, we're really fucking here now. Um, the sample yeah, on it is really dope. First two are kind of rough. The intro and the one. With I, the I will say the intro is kind of just like an intro. Limitless. I I think it sets the stage for the album very well. There's a line. It's a uh, uh, like he's like the nicest, underrated, overrated. Like fuck all that. Like he's just saying like I don't care about that shit. I just want to make dope music. And that's just the feeling that you get on this whole project. Like Smoke Dizzy and Pete Rock collabing, like that's very much a passion project. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't some shit that we're doing to try to make a lot of money or go on tour or whatever. This is just some shit we're doing because we love this culture, we love this music, and we want to create a great body of work. And yeah, you just get that feeling everywhere. So yeah, I think it's I think it, the intro and Limitless, I think it just sets the stage for what we're about to get into and then black superhero car we're we're 100 miles and running we're just going yeah um after black superhero car i think you just hit like a ridiculous stretch of pete rock production like i'm not even talking about smoke does at this point like the stuff pete rock was doing all the way up maybe until the end i mean throughout the whole thing he uh what's your favorite beat like maybe not song wise but just like a beat in general uh dust to dust comes to mind (laughs) that's my first answer to dust to dusk is just as a yeah just as a song which we'll probably talk about as a song but yeah i love the beat um yeah dust to dust that yeah that to me is just the song that makes the project to me um it's so random it's a really random collection of people. It's Pete Rock, uh, it's Smoke Dizza, it's Big Crit, it's Dom Kennedy, and it's The Mind, where it's funny how we were just talking about the Chicago artist. If, you, if you're familiar with The Mind, if you're not, 
he is a producer artist who works with a lot of those Chicago artists. So that was a funny like connection of our projects. Yeah. Big Mick Jenkins uh, collaborator. Yeah, that's no, how that's how I name collaborator. Yeah. Um, so that I, that was when I saw that I was like, that's a funny that that is like the link of our projects. Um, but yeah, that's the song really? of the project to me. I fucking love Dust to Dust. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dom Kennedy. Peak Dom Kennedy there. I mean, Big Crit. I, I can't really remember any Big Crit bars off there. Um, his verse kind of just like flows through effort, effortlessly. Yeah. And I mean, Smoke Dizzy does his thing on this whole thing. Like I said, like he kind of gets outshined by features a lot. But he he holds his own a lot he doesn't feel out of place it doesn't feel like you're listening to it for the feature it feels like you're listening to it for the song as a whole yeah it's kind of a thing where it almost reminds me of like uh like when freddie gibbs would get with like uh mad lib or fucking uh alchemist like freddie like freddie gibbs is a guy who you kind of you kind of just don't imagine like these are some of the best producers of all time that he's getting with so you kind of <laughs> yeah. don't really see him in that lane and then you listen to the music and you're like, oh, I see why that producer wanted to make these songs with him because it's just a match made in heaven. And that's the same thing with this project. <laughs> these guys are just a match made in heaven. And it's so weird that it is like that. Um, but yeah, they link together just great. I, I don't think there, I don't think there's a skip on here for me. Um, uh, last name. I'm not a big fan of last name um yep that's that's funny that's actually in my it'd probably be in my top five i like last name i like the lyrical content of last name um just like that idea of like everything i'm doing that i'm working for i'm doing it for you know my family and shit like that it's a weird thing in hip-hop that we don't get a lot because we don't like a lot of times we don't get to see artists like grow and become fathers and community figures and shit like that so i i always like hearing shit like that from hip-hop artists like it's a perspective that's just kind of fresh it's not something that we get all the time um so yeah i enjoyed last name just for the just for like the content of it any song like that it always like intrigues me yeah there so. is a funny line in there <laughs> he does fake jewels you can't wear that shit in a pool <laughs> oh my god i it's i wrote that line down too i fucking love that line uh, he said he said your hustle is minuscule i was like fuck am i i need to get my shit together <laughs> I, I like that song a lot yeah i mean the the thing about Dizza, he i don't know if you heard his like ep with um benny the butcher that came out recently i have not yeah like i feel like he just works together with people at an insane like he just grabs a collection of people like he's DJ Khaled but the songs actually work <laughs> I know he recently just put one out with Wiz Khalifa and um, Child Play I think yeah I mean I think a lot of those guys especially from that era that we were talking about you know, like 2010s to 2015 like Dizzle was just around um... oh Girl Talk Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, Currency, Smoke Dizzle, and Girl Talk. And it it fucking goes. I mean, he's got this talent of just 
bringing random like he's got a song with Mac Miller on here. Bro, um, man, I really enjoyed that song. I think it's the last song, right? Yeah. So like Mac has always been known to just like work with a lot of people and be like super compatible with everyone. Yeah. And <laughs> smoke does is the same. And like you said, you really enjoyed it. It's it's one of those songs like I always gotta listen to whenever I revisit this album. I'm not skipping the end i gotta hear the last track this is a song where when we get to the we're kind of running through the project the last two songs i ain't started in until then they're kind of a little darker beat wise like the beats are a little more menacing than the other right after dusk to dusk dusk to dusk is probably the most lighthearted song on here and yeah yeah and then like mac especially later in his career um he really like shined on those beats um it's kind of weird there was like that era of mac you know before we got to circles and swimming uh those projects there was like a in between where he was really kind of playing with these like really dark instrumentals um on the faces mixtape uh on shit he was doing that era and yeah this is an example of a beat like that and he just kills it dude i love what him and Dizzo both doing here I wonder what he was recording at this time because this came out the same year as Divine Feminine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was in the same mode because he was kind of rapping his ass off on this. Yeah, the, I mean, um, yeah, it reminds me more of that like Faces era, which is a couple, you yeah, know, a couple faces, years prior. Watching movies with the sound off and yeah. like that, yeah. that time period of him. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, how do you feel about the Wale verse? I know we're both semi big well you're a bigger wally fan than me but yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm damn near a stan yeah i love <laughs> what wally did on here I, there's not a bad feature on here the, um, well the, the closest thing to a bad feature is is uh is dave east on <laughs> the second song to me yeah, but i think well, he, he just does like the hook i think so it's not a huge deal um i yeah. i don't like the royce one either i know you do i i enjoy that i enjoy uh the camera on feet like just every fucking feature on here i love yeah while i mean wale is no exception uh i enjoy the wale verse a lot um it's just weird hearing while well, it's it's weird hearing him on just like fucking pete rock production like that's just like that's just such a weird thing in my mind hearing like the name da- davies too like like hearing like these dudes are rapping over pete rock production um I yeah, mean, you don't yeah. think Big Crit's going to be doing a song with a New York producer? Like, just a fucking legend. Like, when you, when you talk about hip-hop, uh, late 80s, 90s, like, New York, hip-hop in general, Pete Rock is just one of those dudes who's just a fucking legend in hip-hop. One of the most important figures in this culture. And, yeah, it was, so, it was super dope hearing Wale get to be on a song like this to be on a project like this because this thing is it's weirdly like history man like it's that old it's the old regime kind of reaching out to kind of a, a an established guy at that time but still just a newer artist in general and yeah it was dope hearing Wally on here I love his verse I think he added to that song really well I think that was the like that song was not built for Wally but it's a song that matched his style perfectly so shout out to Dizza for plucking him for that song because he, he fit on there great. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too much else to say about the Cameron verse is fucking amazing. The Jadakiss <laughs> verse is fucking amazing. The Styles P verse, bro. The features on like this shit is crazy. Styles this is better is than awesome. Jada. I'm gonna say it. <laughs>
you, you like the Styles verse more on this? Man, I like the Styles more verse more on like every song between the two. <sighs> bro, Jada eight on this shit, bro. I, I think I might have to give Jada the edge between those two on this one. I mean, in in general, I could see Styles, but I, I might give Jada the edge on this one. They both snap though. Yeah. Uh, um. Since this is rapidy rap, you got a favorite line on here? That's a good that question. Uh, I think it's the one that uh we brought up. <laughs> Fake jewels, you know, you can't wear them shits in the pool. I remember hearing that, and just <laughs> just being like damn like that you, you like stank face like that was that was one of those lines um on uh on show off uh smoke just said your boyfriend's a loser like <laughs> that shit was dope um yeah i think it, like yeah i think that that the, the pool line is the one for me oh i think dom kennedy might have had my favorite line on here he goes uh Girls all on my screens, relationships over flings, barbecue wings, balling within my means. And everybody's down to sacrifice for the team. Peace, happiness, a little red and green, and that's it. Like, balling within my means is such a fucking... <laughs> Man, when Dom, when Dom is just on the right production, he's in the right mindset. Like, I'm yeah. I'm still down. I'll, I'll listen to Dom forever when he's in the right place with shit like that. And yeah, I, I love Dom on this. She, she got shit tight like a keyhole, and I'm always erect. That's <laughs> wild. Wild line to put out here. But, yeah, I mean, this is a, f- a fun album to me, at least. I know the conversation of bars kind of scares people, but it's not, like, it's yeah. not really a third eye opening, and it's not really conscious. It's just people's talking shit spitting yeah I think there's shit. this there, there's this thing that people like to do like when we talk bars and people just like to think of fucking double entendres and fucking metaphors <laughs> and just fucking stacked flows and lyrics nah man, that's not all that bars is man like but, but that the was re- kind of the point i was making before it's like this <laughs> this would be considered like conscious not conscious rap i shouldn't say that I, I, is, feel, I feel that you. Would, seem like it would turn people away when in reality it's it's just dudes talking shit like everyone is talking their own shit on here and no one's really like trying to teach a lesson no one's really lecturing um last name is probably the closest we get to that yeah besides that i mean like yeah i mean that's like superhero cars talking about like sexting girls yeah and i mean (laughs) even like when you not even just be like a fucking historian like old nigga but even like just the early what hip-hop was at the beginning like it was dance music like it wasn't like just this Mm -hmm. complicated art form it wasn't that at the beginning i mean like when you look at the golden age there were kind of these guys who were they kind of wanted to take that challenge on of just really kind of being poets and really like having these complex style like lyrical styles but that's not all that like hip like barzy hip-hop is to me like like th- this shit this shit is real hip-hop man like th- th- this shit is real hip-hop and i mean that in the best way possible um yeah this shit is great um, that's might be all i have on let me let me get a, let me get top three let me get top yeah. three from you 
one for me is black superhero car. Two is dusk to dusk. And then three is probably until then. Those are definitely the three I, I revisit the most on here. With black superhero car being like far and away number one. God damn, that song is damn near perfect. So top three in no in no particular order for me, dust to dusk. Milestone is gonna be in my top three with Jada Kid Styles P and BJ yeah. Chicago Kid. That's the one that BJ Chicago Kid is on. I think I said a different song earlier. Man, he mm-hmm. fucking BJ Chicago Kid's hook on Milestone is probably it's my favorite moment on the whole project. The hook on Miles, the hook on Milestone will be an episode by itself. <laughs> it's so beautiful. So yeah, Milestone is gonna be in my top three. Dust to Dust, Milestone, and Black Superhero Car. That is my top three. So we share two of the three in our top three. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Black Superhero, I'm going to go listen to that about five times after this. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you want to touch a little bit on, like, stuff you've been listening to? New or old? I don't know why I just said new, but, like, what have you been listening to the past? Uh, Give some people some uh, which is an R&B. Wait, hold on. I think Lee's mic died on me. Oh, we're back. Don't worry. I, I paused that, so you're good. Uh, yeah. I just had to pause it for like 10 seconds, but we're back. Yeah, yeah. You, let, let, what, what have you been fucking with lately, bro? Yeah, the new Bree Steves is really good. Um, I think it's in nine track 26 minute ep it's a little bit of r&b i don't know if you got to it lee i do um, not you actually put me on so i need to check that out because you put me on to that one song by her that i really jealousy. yeah yeah Amazing. so she does a thing where she's like interpol interpolates i don't know the fucking word i don't know why yeah in- interpolate like, yeah 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 and like samples uh a lot of classic r&b and like a lot of 90s r&b and stuff yeah, she sings over that, so that's always fun. Um, obviously, been listening to Noir for this episode. Yeah. Um, that new Willow's pretty good too. I know. Yeah, I need to dig back into that. You put me on it because you were like, "Man, you should check it out." And yeah, I really love that project. Yeah, that's not a topic me and Lee cover a lot. Um, she's doing more like alternative rock, a little bit more of a punk sound. So it's not something I can like really. I mean, I really can't pontificate more about like hip hop or R and B either. Not, <laughs> I just be talking bullshit. But like, yeah. that's definitely something I can't really even bullshit about. It's just an enjoyable listen for me. Yeah, I, I enjoy that record a lot. Short project too. It's only like it's like thirty minutes. So mm-hmm. in and out, I love it too. Yeah. What What have you been checking out, Lee? Um, I mean, first. I mean, I got I got to start with Isaiah Rashad, of course. I took a break from it these past couple of days because I had to get ready for this. But yeah, the next day or so, I'm probably just going to be exclusively listening to the new Isaiah Rashad album. Um, stay tuned. We might talk about it on here. Who knows? <laughs> um, I, I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow, uh, maybe one or two times. And we might do an episode like early next week, like Tuesday or Wednesday. So we'll we'll keep you guys in tune for that. We might bring on some guests who are more cultured yeah. about Isaiah Rashad. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely have to check that one out. So the Isaiah, I've been playing a lot. Um, 
Snow Allegra. I'm still playing that. Her album came out like two ish weeks ago. I'm still playing the shit out of that. Um, I like I said it. I was sleeping on Snow Allegra. Her first album I really enjoyed, but I kind of thought it was a fluke. And no, nah, she proved me wrong. Snow Allegra is really here to stay. She's a great talent. So I've been playing that new Snow Allegra. Um, Leon Bridges new album that came out like a week or two ago. Fuck, dude. I forgot to listen to that. I, I, I gotta love listen to that. this album. All three of the ones you've named so far, I gotta listen to. But if you I, I, if you want to just try one on that Leon Bridges um, motorbike, motorbike is is the one that I would say to try. I really really like that song. But yeah, I really enjoy the project. Leon Bridges is this guy who he's so hard to pin down to like a genre. Like he's kind of made songs that. I mean, like he's kind of done shit that's more country leaning. He's done shit that he makes. He makes music for the guy that goes to the bar in the jean jacket and the <laughs> giant fucking uh, like Arby's hat and sunglasses and a beard. <laughs> I tell you, like how like his new bike has <laughs> special gears. That's like that's kind of me. Or the other option is like the one that refuses to wear sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no i i love this leon bridges album um he's a guy who i feel like kind of doesn't get his credit i feel like he's 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 such a talent to me man i love what he does his last ep uh i forget what it's called but shit i ran the hell out of that i listened to that a lot and i was a big fan of it um he makes he makes really good music he's fucking great (laughs) so yeah that that's like the new shit i'm listening to um choker i'm running, I'm running I don't know. a lot really i'm running vince a lot a lot oh. i need to dig back into it I, we did a whole vince episode. i think i've only heard the vince album in full like maybe twice so i need to yeah the shining's definitely my favorite on that i want to put that out there the shining's definitely really good um, yeah i enjoy it yeah i mean it, it was an enjoyable listen to me um i yeah i need to listen more before i get like in-depth thoughts about it but i enjoyed it but yeah that's that's the main shit i'm running through if, for new shit old shit i'm playing like choker choker's one of my favorite fucking artists I don't, a lot of you are probably not familiar with choker but um the peak album by choker is one of my favorite albums like ever so i'm playing that i don't think i've ever heard that uh it's more r&b you know me <laughs> um kind of r&b styled uh kind of like a lighter um r&b so i'm playing a lot of choker um that's pretty much it man that's pretty much it uh out of singles i know boss and j cole and little tj dropped a song the jackie super catchy i I I know i just said some people that might turn you off from listening but trust me on this one um it's it's a lot different sound i enjoyed it boss is such a great talent dreamville has so much talent just all through the roster. There's not anyone on Dreamville who I don't like. So anytime anything Dreamville yeah. affiliated is coming out, I'm gonna check it out. Shout out to Boz. I, I love that record. Yeah. Um been playing the hell out of We Win by Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin. Ah <laughs> man, I like I watched Space Jam too and song pops up in the credits and I was like, I forgot how good this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, like we're back and I constantly listen to it and yeah I'm waiting on more little baby yeah you you keep you keep talking how you want a little baby album like now and I, I don't I don't know 
I, I need it like right away. I don't need him to do stuff with Dirk. I need like solo little baby. I don't know. <laughs> we might do a little baby episode in the future. I'm a huge. I'm like a super fan at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. little baby's one of those guys where, I mean, yeah, he's really just. I feel like he's not quite on like the peak of his, like popularity wise. He's at his peak, obviously, but. I feel like quality wise, I think he's kind of in an interesting spot where I, I need to see what happens on this next project because there was a one where Lil Baby was just not missing shit like at all. Everything Lil Baby was doing was a fucking banger. So he's reaching yeah. like territory for me. Like, I mean, yeah. he's like some special shit. Yeah, so I, I need I need I'm not as I like Baby, but I don't like him quite as much as some of some of the folks do. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what baby does next. But yeah, that might be it for the week. I don't know if you got anything else you want to touch on. Uh no. It was a good week. I like I like weeks like this. Chill shit. We're just kind of talking shit that we like and want to talk about. So yeah. That's pretty much it. I I'm I'm content with this week. Very good episode. Yeah, I don't know if we could have done like a whole Smino episode. I know I can't. Maybe I know you're a bigger fan. You might be. You might have been able to, but like I surely couldn't do the smoke Dizza episode. And he's definitely someone I want to touch on because he's someone I like. But I can't talk for prolonged periods about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. This stuff is good. We'll, I I like stuff like this just for us. We we. I mean, we'll probably we'll definitely do more shit like this just as time goes on. Just talking yeah, about albums that we love. Yeah, we're going to like gamify things again next week. Going to bring back competition next week. Um, so you guys, you guys can enjoy that, but I think yeah, I mean, yeah. Eventually, we're gonna yeah, we're probably we're gonna have to do that stuff just like once a month at some point, like <laughs> like every like every other week. Like people like it. The yeah. people like it. yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we speaking as of shit, much like, as this is for us, we also try to do things for you guys too. Yeah, we still got to uh, finish the uh, draft with Joe. <laughs> I think that's just long gone. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, bro i need to finish because like i'm cooking y'all right now i, like, I need that shit to get finished because i'm killing y'all yeah um so we will see you guys next week yeah we'll see you guys next week thank you for tuning in have a good week all that good shit